If there is a question, we always like to get answers to it. Alan asked the question, going back to, let's say, suspected issues in a neighborhood where you've got people walking around, flicking flashlights at each other, seemingly to signal at each other. If a police officer, this was Alan's question, if a police officer saw that happening and walked up to those individuals, could it be considered carting? Well, our next guest can help us out with that question and can help us out with understanding the role of the SIU in investigations. Please welcome former London Police Chief Murray Faulkner to the program. Chief, how are things? Very good, Michael. How are you? Not too bad. Would that be an example of carting? Oh, you got that right. So what happens now uh, in 2018 as a result of the provincial legislation passed last year is that when a police officer stops and talks to someone at 2, 3, 4 in the morning, whatever, uh, the police officer first says to them, you don't have to talk to me, you don't have to give me any vacation, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little piece of paper that says why I stopped you, and here's my name and badge number. So um, without a doubt, in my opinion, a great number of police officers are driving by individuals that a year and a half ago they would stop and talk to. And now that's not happening at all. And I think to a certain degree, part of that is what we see being played out in some of the gun violence, not necessarily the one on Danforth, but some of the gun violence we see happening in Toronto uh, this past summer, is that these new restrictions on police talking to people in public settings that aren't involved in in an investigation uh, the police aren't doing that anymore, which which used to be a basic uh, function of police. And it provides a presence, it's, if for nothing else. I mean, how many people as youngsters in small towns would be a good example of this? You get to know some of the police officers because as teenagers, you're hanging around and every once in a while they'll stop by. Hey, how's it going? And that presence is just there to at least remind you, you know what? Somebody's watching me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You know, there's uh, there's this fine balance between abuse and use, and uh, uh, so so certain segments of society will say it's abuse by police because a certain portion of the population is overrepresented in uh, carding, and and I agree with that. But the flip side, there is a benefit for the ability of a frontline police officer to stop and talk to someone at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, why are you out uh, with a backpack on your back walking down the street? That's just, that's basic police work that used to be, but it's not done anymore. Because the person could just say, yeah, I'm just heading home from no, the no, library. Per, it doesn't have to say anything. Really? No, no, it doesn't have to say anything. Because that's, the police officer says, you don't have to talk to me, you don't have to tell me who you are. So... What what would be an ideal situation for a police officer in that situation? I don't know if there is an ideal, but, but I think the problem is that uh, if, in fact, you could come to some common ground in society with all uh, segments of society, say, listen, you do have a responsibility to identify yourself if asked by a police officer. Is that too much to expect? For me, no. No, I know. For, but for I'm, I'm, not, I'm no. not necessarily affected in the same way that others are. Right. 
so you know the so so these these things are political uh, decisions by our elected politicians so we're going to talk about SIU the previous government in was going to enact a bill called bill 175 and in that bill there was seven different schedules the current elected government headed by Ford has put a hold on implementing those that legislation and that legislation deals with SIU a subject that you want to talk about so all these things whether it's carding or SIU are political issues that then your civil servants carry out i.e. the police so let's take that even before we get to the role of SIU. What yes. do you see putting those things on hold doing? Well, um, it, with respect to the uh, special investigation unit that was established back in, I don't know, 1990, I think it was, this new legislation was going to give them far more powers than what they have now. And I think this current government has a different mindset than the previous government. And so uh, they're going to have another look at whether they think that this is good for society or not, the legislation dealing with uh, SIU. We're talking with former London Police Chief Murray Faulkner, and let's now begin that discussion on SIU as we take the example of Sunday night in Toronto and another tragic shooting Immediately, it seems, we heard reports that the SIU had been called in. When that happens, what does that refer to? Okay, so the purpose of the SIU in the province of Ontario, and not every province has uh, a special investigation unit that oversees uh, uh, police in the sense that uh, their mandate is to look at the criminality of a police officer's action that causes uh, bodily harm, serious bodily harm, and there's a definition of what serious bodily harm is. Uh, and so, so that part on the Danforth, they were called in because it was believed that the police were involved that caused the death of an individual. And of course, we now know probably it was the police officers that that shot uh, the the male suspect that was shooting innocent citizens. And so when, they, when that mandate gets enacted, they become the lead investigation. Even though the Toronto police have to investigate the suspect shooting of 13 people and two who have died, SIU overall is the lead investigation. And they're the ones that determine information to be released. Uh, although there's a big hue and cry about this, I think the information about the suspect was released rather uh, quickly uh, compared to uh, what SIU has done in the past. And I think maybe some of that has to do with our media outlets uh, in the United States getting the information and releasing it because they're not governed by the laws of Ontario. Gotcha. So they were able to go through and, and get it a different way. Now, right. in terms of of the function of the SIU, does it function in police work in a way that benefits police work? Okay, so it's not to benefit, it's to give an uh, independent oversight of when police use force that causes serious bodily harm. So there was uh, broken bones, the person was hospitalized, loss of sight, burnt sexual assault, 
or death or and and so those are the incidents in which they have to be involved in and um so it's to so it's to give the police and the public some understanding that the police aren't investigating themselves that's what the purpose of SIU was back in the 1990s uh but we but we've seen uh SIU grow uh, we've seen improvements in SIU when they first started out. My goodness, it was just, it was terrible. I, I can remember scenes that I would go to that the investigators were, uh, background a plumber and a community college instructor. They had no idea how to seize evidence. They had no idea how to take statements. And these are the ones that are, are putting together an investigation to see whether your local police service or and police officer committed a crime in using force. Wow. So how has that changed? So they have gotten a lot better in training. Uh, for a long period of time, most investigators, when they realized they needed to have some training, they would hire retired police officers. But a certain portion of, of our population said, we don't want uh, retired police officers investigating police officers. So then they put a quota, I believe, on, on a certain percentage of, of investigators being police officers and then started a training program for uh, their investigators, and so they have gotten a lot better. The speed of which they investigate really hasn't gotten any better. I, I can just think off the top of my head the incident that happened over on Duchess Street um, in which uh, London police used uh, their firearms and um, uh, were involved in a shooting in which death occurred. Uh, a crossbow was fired at a police officer. Uh, that took, that investigation itself took 18 months and showed that uh, the police did not commit any criminal offense. Should it take that long? No, no. These these are straightforward. Uh, motor vehicle collision downtown, I know police were involved. That took over 14 months. And so um, one of the problems with this new legislation was that SIU was going to increase their mandate on more than just criminal activity. And and uh, with current officers, I think they wanted to even go back to officers that have retired, and they wanted to do investigations if complaints were made uh, historically. And that being, it, it doesn't happen now. And but if if they're slow now, they'd be even slower if their mandate increased. And there was no timelines on which uh, investigations had to be completed by. So. You know, this is, SIU's not perfect. We all believe in policing, whether it's chiefs of police, uh, police associations, that there needs to be civilian oversight of policing to give police credibility. It's, it's very, very important. But the organization that's doing the investigation need to have some credibility, and, and so many times um, they shoot themselves in the foot. Chief Faulkner, thank you so much for the time today. My pleasure. Take care. Words on SIU and carding, thanks to former police chief Murray Faulkner. You do have to have it, as he says. But at the same time, it's, it's a political entity. And when he, when he reads out 18 months for this investigation, 14 months for this investigation, it sounds like politics is involved, right? Things move very slowly in the political world because you're always worried about how the outcome is going to be received. And sometimes you can't. And a lot of the best leaders don't worry about how the outcome is going to be received. They provide the best outcome. And then that's it.
Next up, we'll go back to City Hall last night. There was a line that I says that I think really says what the divide between freedom of speech and someone who wants to get up into the face of especially women in this city with whatever it is they want to say, they they spell out the line perfectly. And I want to go back to that person's statement from last night. This is Global News Radio, 980 CFPL.